What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's Big Couch Co-op Podcast, the community where your thoughts count and your voice will be heard. This week, we're going to be talking about, as always, biggest news in video game, tech, movies, and more. It's called Cushion on the Couch, and let's do this. All right, everyone, just a little bit of housekeeping this week. Again, I just want to remind everyone out there that we are on YouTube for all you podcast listeners on the SoundClouds, and I'm trying to get over to iTunes, so as soon as somebody can throw me a bone and figure out how to do that for me, I will definitely put it on there for iTunes for you guys. So again, um, if you're not able to watch the YouTube videos, that's you know awesome route for you guys to listen to. Again, I understand, you know, parents, I'm there with you. Kids always have your phone, so, you know, while they're in between watching some kid unwrap some kind of goofy um, little toy or watching somebody play with a toy or some craziness, uh, submit them to, uh, you know, listen to your big, beautiful, bearded boy here. Um, again, I want to thank everyone as well for watching the videos and taking the time out to even listen to this stuff. It is a huge, huge help. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, share the video, do whatever you guys can to uh, you know help me out and support me. It it's, means the world to me. It really does. So I do appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's amazing to uh, jump into this endeavor. I know it's been a ride and uh, a little bit of inconsistencies here and there, but you know I'm working on that, guys. It's you know not the easiest to get these things done, um, especially doing it all on my own and doing all the research on my own, but I absolutely love it. I really do, guys. It's it's really, really fun, so um, thank you so much. Um, and again, um, you know, my challenge still stands from last podcast, uh, uh, you know, YouTube video, whatever you want to classify this stuff now as, um, you know, subscribe and uh, we'll, we'll get that uh, product to those people that deserve it. Now, for those of you that don't understand or know what I'm talking about, um, watch the video. I'll link it somewhere in here um, later on. Um, watch the last video, and uh, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. It's for a pretty good cause. So, um, let's jump right into some ga some gaming news. Some decently sized news here. Uh, Epic Studios will actually be shutting down Paragon on April 26th year. Uh, April 26th this year. Uh, in a recent blog post off of Epic's actual website, uh, they stated, quote, We didn't execute well enough to deliver a promise of Paragon. We have failed you. Despite the team's incredibly hard work, we are sorry, unquote. And there's a lot more, um, but it's pretty vague. Uh, it, it says that they debated this internally and the decision was, you know, fought. Um, and, and there was a lot of debate surrounding it. But it doesn't really say why they came to the decision. Um, you know, I actually bought into this game. I, I believe I bought the Founders Pack um, when it first came out. I only played it a couple of times. I'm not a huge MOBA fan, but MOBAs, you know, they've got their, their time. Uh, I've tried to play League of Legends a couple of times. And they're interesting, but they just, they're just not for me. Um, you know, I've got a simple mind. I'm not one of those um, guys that can just... You know, get with the three or four other people and get a strategy going. And I play mid, you play top, and all. It's just, yeah, there's a lot. It's a steep learning curve. So, um, but I do respect, you know, what they were attempting here, and what I really do respect out of this is they're actually um, giving everyone 
their money back. If you ever bought into anything Paragon, they're going to give you your money back. So I think that's really, really cool. Um, it, and it kind of gives faith into whatever next project, endeavor, or whatever they have going on. I mean, I absolutely loved their other stuff. I thought it was awesome. So, you know, this is just a kind of a, you know, hey, we didn't give you what you guys wanted, and we're sorry about that. So, you know, maybe this next game, whatever they have, you know, cooking up is going to be worth it. And, and I, for one, respect them for doing that. So um, I have nothing but respect. And uh, I f really think that, you know, this will garner some, you know, a little bit of hate because people bought into the game. They loved it. Um, but it is what it is. Sometimes these games aren't there. So, and oddly enough, this game is actually going to be closing down little bit of personal information but it'd be closing down on my birthday so sorry epic anyway uh also in epic news which is kind of funny um this isn't actually that bad uh the worldwide creative director uh at the studio for epic uh donald mustard it's not a made-up name and it's not straight from clue you'll see the tie-in later um wants to see fortnite actually come to the nintendo switch uh, he put up a response from a question, um, somebody in Twitter, and, and Mustard's response was, yes, yes I am. Hopefully we will do that at some point, uh, unquote. So, Mustard actually wants to see if we can get Fortnite over onto Switch. Um, what do you guys think about that? You know, I'm, I'm going to toss it out to you guys. Uh, with the success of Battle Royale, uh, game mode within Fortnite, um, what do you think? Do you think this would be a good thing? Do you think you'd be able to play your friends and uh, maybe there's a local co-op mode? You know, I think it's pretty cool. So good on them and some good news to come out of Epic. Uh, next up we have Blizzard and, uh, and what they're doing to search for some toxic players in the community, which is pretty cool. So Jeff Kaplan, uh, Kapan Kaplan, again, you guys know I'm horrible at names. Um, the director of Overwatch is actually hopping on this thing right here, YouTube, uh, to find some uh, toxic players. Uh, and what they're trying to do is just get people that are downright bad for the game uh, and other players out of playing. Um, now I know Blizzard is uh, you know, really adamant about getting these people out because they implemented three new outlets uh, to combat these people and these awful uh, players um, by letting other players report on uh, these kinds of people in-game, that's one way, and then they're also, I believe it's um, giving an in-game warning to those players that have been reported uh, or violating the community rules. And then uh, they're also finally letting players who report anyone know that that said person has actually been banned. So um, they, they're they pretty staunch about getting and weeding out the bad people. So I like this, and I think that being proactive about uh, you know, getting those horrible players out of your community is is the right thing to do. Um, but again, myself, I can only speak for myself, but uh, I think if we all kind of look internally, we've all been on the other side of it, been that kind of rude, you know, snarky, mean person. Um, you know, you get into a, a groove with your buddies and then you're just, you know, you're, you're ragging on some other players and they take it the wrong way. You can say anything. I've probably said stuff on here that you guys absolutely can't stand. Or, you know, you think I'm horrible or I'm an idiot or whatever. It's not by design. It's not intentionally. So, you know, we've all been there. So, again, 
I don't think it's wrong to get these people out of the community. I, I think that others that prey upon other people and, you know, we've all seen the videos where people are just nasty to each other, you know, calling people out, calling names, slurs, what have you. I, I think this is, you know, a, a good thing, you know, having kids that are getting into video games and getting into those communities. I think this, this this is an awesome idea. I mean, I don't let my son chat with anybody that I don't know. You know, uh, he plays with a kid that he goes to school with. But if he's playing online, say you know, I, I decide to let him play Call of Duty. Well, he's got to be in our own personal chat. You know, his own char his own party, so that one, he's not disturbing other players, and two, other people don't prey upon him and just outlash at him for no reason because people are just nasty anymore. So. Um, I think this is really cool. Good on you guys over at Blizzard for doing this. Okay, so um, again, every month I'd like to let everyone know what's going on with Games with Gold and PS Plus. Um, I don't think Nintendo has something like that just yet, but you know when they do, I'll let everyone know. Uh, I just think it's something, you know, kind of public service announcement to let you guys know. Hey, you've signed up for this subscription. Might as well get the free games they're giving you anyway. Maybe you don't play them, maybe you do play them. I mean, I got a ton on the catalog that I don't think I've actually ever touched. But, you know, if you get bored, nothing to do, something to play. We all got a huge backlog anyway, but still. Um, so, Microsoft is actually really good about jumping ahead of the curve before the month actually starts, whereas PlayStation and Sony are a little slower on theirs. But, um, so Games of Gold have uh, been announced for February, and the games that are for grab are Shadow Warrior uh, and uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles uh, India. Uh, for, that's for the Xbox One. And then for the 360, we have Split Second and Crazy Taxi. I'm not sure what the backwards compatibility is on those two games, but if they are, then you're pretty much getting four games for Xbox One, which is pretty cool. So, And then uh, kind of jump into some more Microsoft news, though. Um, kind of caveats on this is uh, Game Pass and uh, how it's gotten much better. Now, it's not a crazy amount better, but it is something that, you know, I think could bolster people wanting to jump back in. And, and if you've been on the sidelines and wary of what, you know, uh, do I really want to jump into this? I think this is a good move for them. So basically, um, Game Pass now has first-party releases such as uh, Seat. Sea of Thieves. So that just came out. So if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you can play the game. So you've got, you know, 100 games that you can pick from every month. I believe it's $10.99, something like that, $9.99, whatever it is. Um, so I think that's a really smart move. It, it'll entice people that are, you know, either uh, dual console owners like myself or those that are like, yeah, I just don't play that much anymore. Well, you're getting your money's worth on this one. So I think it's pretty cool. And uh, the next news story is uh, Bioware and uh, how they're rolling out Anthem next year. So Bioware uh, is actually delaying Anthem uh, to early 2019 due to some logistics, I guess that's what they're saying, rolling the game out. Uh, they're saying that the game will release and, and the game releasing is pretty complex due to them releasing it physically and digitally through EA Access. So they've got a lot of hurdles to jump through. My personal opinion on this and why it's being delayed, it's because um, the uh, executive producer on the game, Mark Dureth, or Dura, Dura again, you guys know I'm horrible at names, uh, has been appointed the exec executive producer of that game, and he's still on 
as the executive producer for Dragon Age, so I think they needed a lot of help. They're not going to say anything like that, but they needed somebody to come in and kind of guide what's going on with Dragon Age, so, or not Dragon Age, sorry, um, Anthem. So it's, it's a lot to handle for one person. Why they didn't just bring another person in, I don't know. Maybe he said he could do it, but I suspect that's why they're actually delaying it to next year. Alright, so finally in um, gaming news for this week, um, surprise, surprise, PUBG's actually put out numbers for their Xbox port. Now, if you guys remember a couple of uh, videos and podcasts uh, ago, I said that I didn't think they would actually push out their information because, well, Sony or Microsoft rather is not huge on pushing numbers out, dude. Kind of because of the console race and war and all that, they're not really good about releasing numbers. But PUBG has actually released. Um, saying that they have over 4 million uh, active players on the recent Xbox One uh, platform port. And that's only in six weeks. So, you know, that's absolutely astonishing given that the last numbers that I saw concerning um, PUBG on Steam where they had over 3 million active users. So they got more active users on Xbox One as of right now. I mean, again, Steam will probably release some more numbers and say they're at 5 million. So, um... That's amazing. I can't believe that in only six weeks that's that's happened. Um, but the question in my mind is how are the guys over at PUBG gonna combat player fatigue? Because we've all been there. We've played a game and it's repetitive. It's fun, but it's repetitive. It's the same thing over and over and over. So what new things are they gonna bring to the table to actually you know get us and entice us to to play these games again. Now, I do know they have the new map that's coming out. I think it's like a desert map. Uh, I don't know too much about it, but again, what else do they got up their sleeve? How are they gonna reinvent the wheel on this? So, only time will tell. And uh, again, more power to those guys. Congratulations, you're doing awesome stuff. Um, that's, that's really cool. So, I'm gonna move on to some movie news. Um, I know I've talked about it uh, before, or at least I think I have getting kind of muddy with these timelines now. Um, but some of the movies that are coming out that I'm looking forward to, um, and, and it's out now, actually, is uh, Maze Runner, Death Gear. Uh, not a huge fan of these movies, but I have to say it's because my wife has read all the books, and she's kind of forced me to watch uh, the first two, um, that I'm probably going to watch the third one just to round it out and, you know, know how it ends. Again, I can just read a book. I get it. But, um, you know, I just want to round it out and I'll probably end up seeing with my wife. So, yeah. Uh, next in movie news, though, is actually uh, pretty interesting. It's a tie back to what I was talking about earlier. Um, the team that's uh, writing, uh, well, that has written both the Deadpools and the uh, production studio behind them, um, Ryan Reynolds production studio, Maximum Effort, is writing a script reboot for Clue. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the movie will, surprise, surprise, star Ryan Reynolds. So um, what do you guys think about that? I My my opinion is, is I've seen the original movie, I want to say a couple times, maybe two, three. Um, it's hilarious. It was funny. You know, you got people like Tim Curry in it. He's hilarious. But was it really that memorable? Or was it really that memorable, you know? 
does does it warrant a reboot? I mean, again, it was funny, but uh, I don't know. But Ryan Reynolds has got that touch, you know. It's hit or miss with him sometimes, too, so we'll see. Um, let me know what you guys think. Do you really care to see somebody remake Clue? Um, you know, will it have the snarky Deadpool kind of flavor to it? I don't know. We'll see. In other recent movie news, uh, Mission Impossible has actually got a title. Um, Tom Cruise put it out over Twitter, and he took a picture of one of the clapboards, and it's called Mission Impossible Fallout. So that's uh, pretty cool. And uh, kind of speaking of Tom Cruise, um, during the, one of the film uh, sessions last year, because this has been going on for about a year from my understanding, um, Tom Cruise actually suffered an injury. And he was recent, him and some of the cast were recently on Graham Norton's show talking about the movie, and they showed the actual footage of um, Tom and how he broke his foot. So I guess what it is, is um, he was jumping between two buildings. He was rigged up with uh, cables to make sure, you know, they didn't fall. But, uh, and it looks like he misses the jump, but he doesn't miss the jump. So he's jumping from rooftop to rooftop. And he's supposed to kind of almost miss the jump and hang off, hang and grab the ledge. Well, when he was jumping and grabbing that ledge, his foot, you know, bent at a weird angle and he actually broke his ankle and they had to shut down, hence why it's taken, you know, so long. And I guess it fully hasn't healed yet, so, um, you know, he's still working with it because uh, they've got a release date. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's going to be pretty painful and, you know, kudos to him for doing his own stunts, but be safe out there, I guess. So, I like all the other Mission Impossible movies. I think two was, eh, it was alright. Three was pretty cool, so on and so forth, but I enjoyed them. And, you know, this one should be pretty enjoyable, too, so... I do know it has uh, Tom Cavill or Cable from uh, Superman, so you know it should be pretty interesting. Um, so let's jump into some tech news. So a little bit of tech news: um, Apple is actually going to be shutting down the production of the iPhone 10. Now that's rumor, okay? So it's only rumor that they're gonna shut this down and and Apple's yet to comment on any of the uh, the rumors or rumblings um, but it would be the first time that Apple shut down um, a, a phone production before they announced another phone so I'm not sure if that's true or not but if the rumors are, are to be believed this could mean two things first the iPhone is not my iPhone 10 is not performing well at all and I'm a huge fan of Apple. Um, in fact, the videos you guys are watching now, and um, I work off of uh, an Apple uh, MacBook Pro computer, so I, I've got my iPhone 7 Plus that I'm recording on. I use, like I said, the MacBook Pro. Um, I, I love these products. I actually, I'm a huge fan of their stuff. I think it is user-friendly, um, but I haven't updated the iPhone 10, and that's pretty much based on the price tag. I mean, that's huge. $1,000 for the base phone, that's massive. I mean, I've got an iPhone 7 Plus that's 256 gigs, and I'm not gonna put, you know, a huge down payment on a card to get something that's equivalent to what I got right now. And that's ridiculous. I love the screen, or the edge-to-edge -edge screen. I think it's amazing. Uh, I've been waiting for that for years, but 
I'm not going to spend that much money. And I don't think Apple's going to change their tune on that either. I think they're fine dealing in the premium space. They, you know, hey, if you want our product, you're going to spend this much money. Well, consumers, have, I believe, in my mind, have shown, hey, you know, it's a supply and demand thing. Well, we're not going to spend that much money on it. The second thing that could also be attached to this is not only that, you know, their production is, or their, their sales on this is not the best, but it also could be that they're producing a new and larger phone. Um, I like the form factor of the iPhone 10. I think it's a decent size, but to be honest, I love the size of my iPhone 7 Plus. I, I, I've liked it since they came out with the Plus sizes. I think they're really cool. I love the screen. I love the feel. Yeah, it's big and I gotta use two hands. Whatever. You know, I actually love it. Um, so what do you guys think? Do you think it's because people are not going to spend that much money on a phone? Um, and, and you guys are just waiting for the price tag to come down? Or are you just fed up with Apple? You're, you're done with it. You're going to jump over to Android. So let me know in the comments. Put them, put them down there. Let me know what you guys think. So that kind of wraps up this week's podcast. Um, shorter one than normal. Again, I try not to take too much of your guys' time. Um, you know, you only have so much time and attention um, to dedicate to all this stuff, and I don't want to dominate that. You got other podcasts you're probably listening to, other videos you're watching, and all that happy stuff. So I don't want to take too much of your time on that. Um, but I do want to say next week I want to be jumping into some, um, back into some game reviews, because that's the intention behind this as well. Um, so I want to get your guys' suggestions. I want what you think I should play next. Now remember, I only have an Xbox One and a PlayStation 4, so if you say, you know, play uh, Super Mario Odyssey, I can't do it, okay? Um, let me know. Now, that being said, uh, I don't have a Switch now, but if somebody out there has got a Nintendo Switch um, that, you know, they're they're just over that wasn't their bag or you know hey let's throw that guy uh, you know a nice uh, Nintendo switch I'm looking at you Nintendo I'm looking at you um, I would love to get my hands on a Nintendo switch and get some reviews done um, I'm sure my wife is tired of hearing me talk about the Nintendo switch um, but uh, again you know Nintendo get a hold of me I'll do some reviews on your stuff um, speaking of hold, uh, getting hold of me um, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, guys, okay? Please, 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 please. Again, that, that helps out on the challenge that I issued earlier in the other video. And, you know, it, it just gets it out there to everyone. I know you're inundated with a ton of stuff. You got your own favorites out there. And most of the time, like me, you're probably just watching a video real quick to see some crazy stuff or whatever, you know, heart-touching moment that, you get, that they got in the video. And then you click out on the next one. Um... I'm getting better about subscribing to things that I see that I actually love because I know it gives people, uh, you know, incentive to do more. So I, I'm almost begging you guys, please, uh, get some subscribes out there and and comment on all these. Look at the other videos. Tell me what you think. Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Should I do this or that? Um, you could also, you know, put them in the comments. Get a hold of me on Twitter. I am Big Couch Co-op on, on the old tweets. Um, and then you can do the old-fashioned, you know, way of getting hold of somebody. I guess it's old-fashioned now. Um, this email, which is bigcouchcoop at gmail.com. It's all one word, bigcouchcoop at gmail.com. 
again, thank you everyone so much for all your supports. Um, and always be awesome. You know, thank you everyone so much for all your support. And again, as always, be awesome to one another. And I'll see you next time.